Treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their Golden Glow body set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for smooth, glowing skin. While the Glow and Go facial set provides spa-level results at home. Both sets come in giftable boxes with savings up to $48 and free shipping for a limited time. For 10% off your first order site-wide, go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Fetus Club. This is episode number 64 for December 2015. I almost said 2016. We're so close to the end of the year, so close to uh, jumping onto the new one that uh, it is infiltrating my brain like a Jedi master telling the weak-minded me what to do and what to say. Uh, Thankfully, though... We have uh, other people who are less weak-minded than me, and I suspect one of them is a Sith Lord. Of course, I'm talking about Turkey. How are you doing, Turkey? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Well, the dark side is always good. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. I I, I knew that's where you were. I, I like this, uh, you know, fantasy about the show, that you're the dark side and I'm uh, the light side. I'm the, the good guys. Well, and- the dark side is usually more profitable, so... That's where the money <laughs> I, is. I don't know. In the end, well, I was going to say in the end they lose, but maybe they don't. Um, and we also have someone from another, uh, of course, Turkey is from Saudi Arabia. I'm from Paris. And we have someone for another corner of the world, uh, Letad, who's coming back from Thailand. How are you doing? Doing good, doing good. Resisting so hard to not spoil Star Wars. Oh, so you've seen it. <laughs> I have, I have. Okay. I saw so it before the rest of the world, actually. Oh, you have? Ooh, well, wait, you uh, know what? We're going to be talking <laughs> about this a little bit more because we're going to be covering the, the stories that were important in our uh, side of the of the world first. But I don't think we're going to be spending a lot of time on them because most of them, I'm guessing, are somewhat depressing. And I figured this year has been somewhat dark um, and in order to end on a lighter note, because I'm not a Sith Lord like Mr. Albala over there, um, we, no we, could, <laughs> we could discuss um, Star Wars. And The best not way just... to end the year is to make everybody cry. Let all the energy come out. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure you do a, a fine job already in your everyday life at that. <laughs> so uh, you can come on the, uh, on the Slack and uh, discuss this with people and tell, tell us how the world is horrible. But for this one, um, we're going to be talking about Star Wars, not about the movie specifically, probably, but I thought it would be interesting to uh, wonder and ask how 
that culture is present in other parts of the world because for us in the West, uh, in in Europe and certainly in the US, it is the biggest thing. And that that is absolutely a valid topic to discuss uh, because it has been in the public eye and it has been the main um, topic of discussion for the past week. And I suspect uh, it's going to remain that for until the end of the year. Um, so we're going to be discussing that. And uh, hopefully it will be enlightening in more ways than one. I, I know already that Turkey, there's one thing that surprised me that I never thought about, uh, about Saudi Arabia that you uh, told me earlier. But we'll get to that in a little bit. First of all, let's get, you know, the boring stuff out of the way and talk about the actual serious local stories. And I'm, I'm going to start just, you know, as usual. And um, I think... The first half of the month was definitely, absolutely about the elections uh, in France. We've had the regional elections happen, and uh, that was, I think, the 6th and the 13th or something like that. Um, so did your Donald Trump win? Well, no, that was the big, uh, you know, we've had a big uh, push from the far right. And it was sort of panic for, for a week there between the two turns where everyone thought that uh, the far right might actually get lots of seats. Uh, it's a regional election. And before I even talk about the election itself... I have to put this in context. Uh, I don't know how many elections everyone has in the world, but certainly in France, we have so many that we don't even know what they're for. Um, the, the, uh, we had two in the last 40 years. <laughs> just two elections, period? <laughs> yep. So here we have the presidential elections, of course. Uh, we have the uh, legislative elections, uh, I mean the parliamentary elections. Then you have the regional elections, the European parliament elections, uh, the Senate, senatorial. Uh, apparently I'm looking up on, on Wikipedia because I don't even know how many we have. Municipal, which are, you know, for the town you live in, which people worry about. Um, departmental, there used to be uh, cantonal, which for cantons. I don't know how that's called in English, but it's like six different uh, layers of administration and different bodies that do different things. Some of them are wider geographically. Some of them are, are um, smaller. And I think the three that we actually care about are the presidential one. We have a turnout that is really respectable. It's about 80% of people vote or even more for the presidentials. Then you have the um, the ones to elect the uh, parliament, which are pretty big, and then the municipal, so for your town or city. And that people care about because they understand. A lot of the other ones, like regional election, I know that there's a regional council that does stuff and that has a budget and on a wider level, I sort of understand that there's something, but I don't really know exactly what they do. And it's so complicated that when you hear about people not going to vote for this election in France, it's good to put it in context of how many of those we have. And at some point, it's kind of surprising that we even get a 50% or more turnout for these elections, um, which we do because people 
impart you know upon us that it is important to vote so i think if if in another country with a similar system we might get a much lower uh turnout and uh so yeah on on the first turn um the far right got a huge boost it was really present it was everywhere and people thought it, they were going to be a, a sizable force in that election after the second turn and in the second turn it all collapsed and uh that was kind of a the discussion was for a little moment you're making the parallel with trump turkey and i think it's really appropriate because a lot of people it felt like a lot of people went to tell to the to the election booth to tell the people in place the traditional uh uh, uh you know politicians that we are tired of your bullshit we want people to talk plainly, to say real things, to not make promises they can't hold, and to all of this. And a lot of people discussed this and, and thought about this, and there was a panic of people actually saying, oh my God, maybe they, they are going to vote in the far right, which is obviously, you know, not as uh, incoherent as Trump is, but certainly they are. Uh, their program is impossible <laughs> to put in place. It's like... Uh, return to the franc, you abandon the euro, you f come back, you get out of the eurozone basically completely. It's like it, it's a bunch of ridiculous, uh, impractical, uh, uh, populist um, uh, measures. And uh, but then the on the second turn, the 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 things went back to normal kind of, and it seems like the politicians in place are not getting the message and no one understands what they need to do in order for this uh, frustration that the people is, are are expressing uh, to be quenched to be not quenched but you know to be set, uh, uh, countered so, so so patrick you support that the germans run your economy um, I support that we are stronger I, I mean that's my personal opinion but I support that we are stronger as an economy if we are, uh, uh, you know, 350 million than if we are 60 million. Yeah, you're just raising the white flag to the Germans, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, you have, I, th there's little, uh, I mean, maybe someone hey, I, would dispute I have to, this. I have to but, harass you a little. I'm yeah, here. a little bit. Okay. I beat the devil's uh, advocate here and let you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, it's good that we have one. Um, talking about, you know, your, your the way you, you see things. I know that in the U.S. the parallel was tr with Trump was drawn more than once, and and that was sort of discussed. I'm wondering if it made the news, which was pretty big in Europe and and the West, made it to uh, the Middle East and to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, definitely. It uh, it was a huge news when they won, and it was a huge news when they lost. So it was a very big deal, and at least in the media here. Uh, People were worried. People were already starting to worry about traveling to France, whether it's going to be an options to travel there or not anymore. And apparently it's safe at the moment. <laughs> so people were worried that the far right would put in place measures that would make it difficult for... Um... Well, um, yeah, there are already people who are not very happy with the current situation, let alone when the far right is in control. So as a, you know, as an Arab uh, uh, population, you look at the way uh, uh, Europeans view uh, your region and your people and you're like, 
this is unfair. Uh, try to tell me exactly what the, not exactly, but the, the sentiment, like, is it resentment? Is it, it's unfair? Is it, what do you, how do you see it? Um, it's kind of difficult to say. It uh, depends on who you, who you talk to. Um, you have those who would say, well, Europe has lost its way. There's no more freedom. There's no more rights anymore. You have those who would say, oh, they, it's uh, becoming anti-Islamic. Uh, they just want to fight Muslims. End of story. It's a war against Islam. You have those who are just not comfortable with the situation of being treated differently. So it really depends on who you talk to and how what's their background. When you're saying it's Europe is losing its way and there's less freedom, it's interesting that it comes from a country where there are, you know, arguably less freedoms than in Europe. How is that? How do you reconcile that? Easy. Why do you think people travel to your country? A lot? <laughs> Fair enough. I, I actually, it's something that we tend to forget. We we should be showing the way. But uh, why 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 do you think you have such a big problem with immigrants? A lot worse than us having with immigrants. Because they want to come here, right? I guess. Yeah. Um, what about you, Latad? How how was it? I I really every time I pronounce your name, I try to do it well, and I really <laughs> hope I'm not butchering it. So if I am, yeah. please let me know. It's fine. It's great. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. yeah the, 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 the way it was, you know, the announcement was a formality, but the way it was reported that got kind of an interest was more about like reports of tactical voting. So, I mean, like people coming out to vote so that the other side doesn't win. I mean, just, just, just because um, in Bangkok, we had something similar about a couple of years ago where, um, you know, there's the party that opposes Tuxin and the Tuxin party, which is, you know, the, the person being banished from Thailand right now. And um, the, the, the former governor that was running, was, his approval rating was like very, very, very low because um, he, 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 he didn't do much wrong, but he didn't do much right either. But um, he still came out winning and he got the most votes that a Bangkok governor has ever gotten simply because people were afraid that um, the Thaksin party would win. Mm, yeah, I guess there so, was a little. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Just, I, I don't know how big of it that was, but I mean, that's how it was reported here. Because I mean, there's been, there's recently, especially this year, the past year, we've been controlled by a military government, so a lot of censorship, things like that. So Thailand tend to be kind of like passive aggressive about their censorship by you know reporting news about other countries that instead of directly stating things in Thailand. Oh, that that's actually pretty interesting. So it's kind of saying something about the 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 Thai government. It's trying to say something about the Thai government by reporting it on on the events in in France and other countries. Yeah, that happens a lot. And um, for this particular one, it might not be directly related to the the, the government, but um, the military government. But it's just um, that's how it was reported. You know, throwing mm. back to the stuff before. Yeah, well, I guess there was definitely a lot of tactical voting uh definitely when when you know i said they were trying to send a message to the uh politicians the the classical uh politicians class that we know and that we've always had there's a lot of that as you know in the same way at least partly that we're seeing with trump uh in the us it's kind of we are tired of seeing those people that don't, you know, it's even the way they speak. We don't even understand what they're saying. I don't know. I, I'm resistant to saying any more because that would imply that before we, we did understand. But it's almost as if now we, we, 
we are at a level where we feel we we should be understanding them and they're not speaking plainly they're not you know there's politicians talk is is getting tiring and uh and as with every right-wing uh, party i guess the the message from the far right is easy to understand it's easy to uh to put in context and and it's appealing to people who don't understand a lot so uh yeah it's it's it was a, a definitely a message being sent in that way and and the reason we know this is that they didn't get all the seats they were uh, hoping to get in the second turn uh, but i don't know how it's going to go for the next election because at some point if things don't improve and maybe the the key element is the economy and that's always you know the the key problem for everything but uh i don't know that the economy is going to be improving anytime soon so Anyway, so that was my thing. Um, the the elections in France were definitely the first half of uh, of this month. Uh, Turkey, what what about you? What about me? Well, uh, what about Saudi Arabia? I mean, I'm interested in what you have been doing in December, but uh, I'm more interested in the country. My life is more fun. <laughs> I'm you, sure it is. You would rather to know what happened in this country than me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's see. Well, the number one story here is still the war in Yemen. Still? You're not done with that yet? We've, we've nope. moved on for, for months already. Have you even, even been there? <laughs> <laughs> no, from the story, I mean. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's still the big thing, I guess, yeah. Yeah, that's the number one thing. We are also getting ready for the budget this year for the government budget. What are you and eating? I'm eating something. Okay. I'm, 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 I got my throat hurting, so I'm just uh, okay. chewing something. Okay, all right. Uh, so we have the government budget is coming out for the next year, and everybody's anxious to see what the budget is with the low oil prices and uh, being us or the government already using their uh, surplus uh, for this year, it's uh, really worrying people to see how is the new budget going to be out, uh, whether it's going to be a lot weaker than last year, is it better or not. And uh, basically, that's the entire talk for the last two weeks. People are all talking about the government budget because that helps the economy. If the, if the government spends, then the economy is well. When the government uh, slows spending, then the economy slows down. And that there's a lot of uh, it employs a lot of people, right? The the government is a bigger employer in in Saudi Arabia than it is in in many other countries, right? Uh, yeah, for at the moment, it's still the number one employer in Saudi Arabia for Saudi citizens. So, so I think the out of the workforce, uh, maybe seventy percent of the Saudi workforce works for the government. Jeez, seventy percent. Well, I could be wrong. That's an um, that's an older yeah, number, the, so it roughly. could have changed. Yeah, that's roughly about seventy percent of the workforce is a government employed. Uh, you also have uh, all of these private sector jobs, and the majority of the private sector jobs are based on infrastructure developments and so on, contracting and so on. So you have a lot of projects like that, and if those stop slowing down, a lot of those companies are going to shut down because they don't have any more business. Uh, so that's one reason there's also a lot of talk about what's planning ahead. 
there's a lot of talk within the GCC countries, which is the Gulf countries, Kuwait, Qatar, Bahrain, UAE, uh, Oman, and Saudi Arabia, about implementing a VAT, value-added tax. So, so basically, yeah, I, the, the, the budget from the government comes entire. I'm guessing a huge amount comes from oil, right? So it's incredibly oh, dependent, all of it. Almost, okay. almost 90%, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. the VAT would help uh, sort of mitigate the, the fluctuation of the price of oil. Yeah, that's one. And there's also worries about uh, the oil prices, uh, the gas prices being raised. They're still fixed until today, and they're very, very cheap right now. So yeah, there's a lot of worries about, and and this new budget, as soon as it's announced, is going to decide the next year for everybody. So that's basically what's going on. What's the? Are there a lot of actually poor people, people who live in poverty in Saudi Arabia or Saudi nationals at least? There are. Um, I don't know percentage-wise. If I'm going to guess, I would say five to ten percent. Okay. So yeah. there, that, that is a problem. So when you, you're talking yeah. about uh, gas prices going up, it actually affects a portion of the population to the point that it's not just, you know, you're bathing in oil and, and yeah. all of a sudden, because the gas prices rise, you can't buy another Porsche. And, uh, you know, that's <laughs> no. the, your problem for the month. Oh, no, it's definitely going to affect a lot of people, especially the uh, lower class, uh, low income people. who, and, and the biggest problem is, and that's why... Most likely, I doubt that they will increase the price of gas, at least not anyway dramatically, maybe just slightly, because we are very rely, rely on driving cars in this country. <clears throat> we don't have a public transportation. Right. Uh, so at the moment, I don't think they would increase the price. If they do increase it, I would doubt it's going to be anything to shout about or cry about. It's just going to be slightly to help uh, out the government. Uh, I well, think that, that's how it starts, Turkey. Welcome well, to the world of, of uh, you know, uh, uh, adult countries. You start well, with a little bit of taxes and then you increase it until it represents 80% of the, your no, gallon of, of they, petrol. They, 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 they definitely are going to increase prices for gas. The question is, I, I doubt it's going to happen before, uh, for at least another four years, which is when uh, the first public transportation system, which is the metro in Riyadh city, for example, is completed. Mm. At least people would have alternative means of, t of transportation. So I think the government would most likely, before making any drastic increases in prices, they would have to wait until public transportation is established, infrastructure is established, so people don't have any, they can't really cry that much. Right. Makes sense. But don't you have like, it's all sand dunes and, you know, desert. So how do you put the, the, the metro within the sand? Is it like a, a sarlacc monster or some kind of a worm that digs the, I don't know how it works. No, no, we just, we just put camels every like <laughs> 10 meters and then we put the lane on top of their backs, their humps, and we put the train on top of it. That's right, how right. it works here. It makes sense. You're right. <laughs> Um, how, how about you, Lita? How is uh, how are things in Thailand? Um, so Thailand is interesting. So in the past year, we've had you know, as I alluded to, we've been controlled by a military government, um, the, whose government keeps postponing the date when we will have a election. And but I don't know, happily yesterday they just released a poll. Results of a poll that said ninety nine point three percent of people are happy with their performance. 
So, <laughs> so the so government needs to pull. Oh, so actually, yeah, yeah. people are, yeah. are 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 good with yeah. the the way things are going. Your That's government is, is doing as good as Hosni Mubarak of Egypt. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, ninety nine point three. You know, it's more than ninety nine percent. Yeah, that so, that's uh, pretty good. I, I, you know, I'm curious how how do things work because there's some measure of uh, of control of the media. There's some measure of uh, uh, you know uh, ah the word when you don't let people say things they want to say censorship. That's the word censorship. I was looking. Yeah. Um, how What's that? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I've never heard of it. Um, yeah, I've never heard of it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, how are things working on a day-to-day basis? Like, you're you're going yeah. out with your friends. Can you talk about stuff? Can you put stuff on the internet? I mean, obviously, you're coming here yeah. sort of making fun a little bit of that poll. Is that okay? Or Yeah, yeah. Um, you can't be too direct or else um, the way... I mean, I mean, the state is everyone, both sides are kind of poking around to see what is okay and what is not. So, I mean, by both sides, I mean, like the government has actually talked about, for example, I mean, you talk about um, net neutrality. Our government said they were exploring the project of creating a single gateway for all tra- they, internet traffic. In Thailand, it's only the king. The king is off limits, then you can touch yeah, anything yeah, else. But, yeah, <laughs> basically, that's it. Um, but the government is, they, but the problem comes from um, the government now uses the law that protects the king to censor just about everything else. Mm. So everything is so, done in 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 uh, invoking protection of the king. Yeah, yeah, and that mm. law is the law where um, anyone that is deemed to violate it this gets very minimal um, kind of like court review. I mean, very few people have lost the have have won the case against that mm. exercise of that law, and this is historically this has always been the case. Like recently, um, what basically what happens is that if you um do anything that criticizes the government too much, if it's just the government, like Turkey said, um, then they may take you somewhere, and then after a, while, a couple of days later, they release you. So it's kind of like um a warning, oriented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They call it like uh, re-education, but it's not. It's nothing severe from the reports of the people that have been going there, but it's like a warning, a threat. But okay. if you violate anything close to you talk about royalty, then that's then they have their excuse to, you know, put more severe punishments. Mm. So, like, if you go out with your friends and you're, I don't know, you know, having a drink at a at a, a place of business in the city, and you're saying, you know, not you, but someone is is saying uh, uh, inappropriate things about the government. Is it the case that you have to be, I don't know, careful about what you say in a public place? Is there uh, people telling on you and then the police arrives or how bad is it? Yeah, day-to-day is fine. Um, as long as it's just a government day-to-day is fine. But um, if you, but it can't be on social media. It can't be on um, public media. Otherwise, mm-hmm. then it'll get censored. Okay. Um, censored, it's gone as but... bad as like, yeah, it gets censored. Um, yeah, it'll get censored. But like Les Manchester has gotten as bad as um, someone was just uh, arrested for liking a photo on Facebook about a oh, post wow. that, um, yeah, that complained about uh, royalty. Okay. So, yeah, so, that, yeah, that's the thing that really you can't yeah. fool around yeah. with. Yeah. So, you, so basically, you know that they actually know everything about you. 
but mm-hmm. they haven't they haven't chosen to exercise it for criticisms against the government, but they have done it against for um, less majesty or criticisms about royalty. Mm. Less majesty is, is a French word actually. Crime de lèse majesté. Yes, actually, that's interesting. Yeah, I know I'm butchering it. <laughs> it's fine just not more than i'm butchering your your name so i don't know Fair if that's enough. good or bad uh we can hear when you're clicking it's a little bit distracting so oh okay i'm sorry about that it. um all right you know what i think it's time to talk about star wars um let's talk about star wars and i as i was saying we're not go- going to be talking about the movie itself um we're going to be talking about uh, what it means in our different countries. And I think France is fairly similar to uh, the US. It's it's something that has been, for my generation at least, a, a milestone of uh, pop culture. And we've all been um, waiting for that movie with uh, immense, you know, trying to rein in our expectations and at the same time... Um, hoping a lot and so it affects the whole country kind of the marketing arm of disney is gigantic just as it was when it was lucas you know the the i can't remember who it was fox or back in the 70s and it's everywhere and i guess there's uh, some people that are sort of bemoaning the fact that there's so much marketing around it some people that are not taken by the the magic and the majesty uh of of the star wars saga and you'll hear on the radio here and there people saying oh this is so uh uh you know strong so, so it's so much that it's too much and not in the cute like oh there's this uh toothbrush that's an r2d2 a, a license thing or like it's it's silly and ridiculous more people are saying like that's just you know the big almost like it's the big american machine that comes in and and uh uh stomps on everything and it's it's sort of this uh snobbish way of not being of despising um the thing that everyone else likes but it's definitely not the majority there are some examples of that and it's so big that even those are like fine, I'm not even going to fight it. It's just whatever. It's not for me. But by and large, especially in my circles for my generation, and it's kind of the only thing that's been around for the past week um, since, you know, the movie came out and, and it's everything. It's what everyone wants to talk about. So it's definitely a huge thing here. Uh, my understanding is that it's not quite the same thing in, in Saudi Arabia, Turkey. Well, it depends on which point of view you're looking at. Well, I tell, talking, you always say this. I I know. I'm asking, you know, the general impression. Which is what I'm just about to say. If you're okay. going to ask me whether, because we don't have theaters here, movie theaters, so no, no lines, no people fighting to watch a movie. And so, buying yeah, that, that's a big advance. thing already. Well, you don't have any theaters at all. You don't have movies. Nope. No, no theaters. We have movies only in our homes. So is you that have like the- streaming services? Like uh, yeah, yeah, we do. Oh, okay, a few of those. So is, is it, it because is it it's for- illegal? Or- yeah, yeah, that was going to be my question. Is it because it's not practical because men and women can't be in the same thing, or they would need no, different? What is it? It's just not allowed. Oh, so it's yeah. to avoid the cult- the corrupted culture of the movies to corrupt the minds of the youth, or 
I don't know. It's, um, it, as far as I know, it could be as simple as they just want uh, all the Saudis to travel to Bahrain and spend their money there because the Bahraini government needs some of the cash. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you see the same movies at home, right? They're, they're, are they censored? Is it like... Uh... Uh, of course, if you buy it on DVD or you buy it locally or in the older days, you buy it on VHS or Betamax. Yeah, they're all censored. And uh, usually heavily censored. But with nowadays, thanks to the internet, almost everybody either torrents it, buys it from iTunes, Google Play, or streams it on Netflix or any other streaming service. And you also have satellite options. We have a network called OSN, for example. They have TV movie channels that show some of the latest Hollywood movies and so on. So, so, so everyone, everyone knows everything that's around. It's oh, yeah, not like, everybody. Yeah. yeah, everybody knows. So if that's that's one point, uh, Star Wars. Uh, be honest, I think there's a lot of fans of Star Wars. It's just you don't have the atmosphere or the environment where you have this fandom to show, like you would have in the Western world. So, but there's definitely a lot of people who are fans and so on. I I believe there was. A, some lines in Bahrain, which is majority of those in Bahrain were from Saudi, going there to watch the movie. Uh, I've seen people talk about it on the internet, chat about it, and so, comment. On. So, sorry, just to make it clear, there there is enough of a fan base, or there are some fans that would have made the trip to see it when <clears> it first came out it, at the, the the theater from Saudi Arabia. So there is that culture. Uh, oh, definitely. Yeah, okay. definitely. Definitely. Uh, I would have been one of those people if I wasn't a lazy bum. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess taking it a little bit wider is uh, this is answering kind of kind of answering it already. But Star Wars is popular, uh, you know, in for some people, at least. But what's the i mean it's kind of weird because star wars is a very western view on on space you know there's the evil yeah. empire and there are women in in sometimes you know not very clothed and they're hanging out and they're fighting the oppressive government and they're men are hanging out with, oh, with come women on. There, and... there's there's fans for every type of movie everywhere uh but for star wars specifically in saudi i really don't think there's as many Cans here as you as in other parts of the world, for the simple reason, most of the fans would be from people who actually saw the originals, and uh, in, in the seventies, late seventies, and and I, very few people in Saudi would have saw saw those seen movies, seen, seen those movies, and uh, and those people are usually uh, far apart, and so with the newer well, generation, wait, wait a second. Newer, Why, why would they not, uh, you know, what, why would those only be the fans? Why not the younger people? There are the younger people, but the younger people are more fans of running around with what's uh, big and what's popular. They're not fans as in fans as we, as you are, for example, uh, <laughs> where you those actually are, are trying, <laughs> are, 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 you have this image of Star Wars that you are looking forward to. You have an idea of what you expect and what, or what you want to see. It's not like the, fan, the younger fans are mostly 
oh, wow, that's cool. It's Star Wars. It's in space. Apparently, it's a huge deal. People are standing in line. It broke records, box office records. So, yeah, let's go and watch it. It must be great. Okay. And yeah. so, I'm guessing, sorry, Leta, do you wanted to say something? Oh, no, it's just like, the, those kids, <laughs> those young <laughs> fan bases. <laughs> it's actually kind of the same for us. It, it, so is it is it possible to to? You said you already saw it, so I'm guessing it's in the theaters everywhere. Is is there a big uh, marketing machine in uh, in Thailand for this? Oh yeah, but you know what? It's uh, uh, from the sound of it, it's not as much as you because it hasn't actually like kind of it hasn't dominated the. It hasn't been the only thing. To, people talked about but it is something that everything has to tie into so um for example like uh we just had a bid for the 4, uh, 4g spectrum in thailand uh it's a big deal because uh four big companies was bidding for um only a few spectrum it was kind of like you know it was deemed that if whatever company that does not get it would probably go out of business sooner or later mm. but um anyways one of the, the the company that one of the companies that won they um held uh what do you call it, a press conference. And in the press conference, as the manager walked out, um, the Star Wars theme came up. And uh, <laughs> out, came, uh, out came Stormtroopers and what? then Jedis. <laughs> uh, people in Jedi clothes, all of them holding uh, red lightsabers for some reason. And then, and then they used the slogan, made, the, the company's name is True. So they had a, a slogan, made a force be with True. <laughs> it's funny you know, uh, yeah here we have those kinds of weird tie-ins as well like even those that didn't get the licensing deal with disney which apparently is like three people in the world because they're everywhere even those are kind of making their christmas promotions and holidays promotions having to do with space somehow you know it's always about the space thing and the galaxy far away thing and for all of them so um yeah, it, it doesn't surprise me all that much, but that's a weird one. Did it yeah. work? Uh, people talked about it. <laughs> I don't know if it was a good a good thing or not, but um, I, yeah, I, I, people talked about it. But the, the the conversation has just like shifted. Um, now it's not as much Star Wars about as much as like Miss Universe. Ah, okay. but um, yeah, yeah, like we we actually won the national, you know, like best. Co national costume and it was like a costume that was heavily criticized so oh, i haven't um, seen this yeah okay. yeah apparently like miss thailand and miss universe competitions are a big deal in thailand um it's kind of like we you know in thailand we we used to say like when we talk about a beautiful girl we would call them like miss thailand okay you know so so it's always been something you know we, we we're very like materialistic and like we like um good looking things look good looking people so, um, have you ever seen tuk-tuks, like three-wheeled uh, yeah. vehicles? Yeah, yeah, of course. Oh, okay. So, basically, the Thai um, Miss Universe, her, her costume was kind of, like, adapted as a tuk-tuk. Oh, really? So, that, yeah. That so sounds like it would make for either a very impractical costume or a super practical <laughs> costume because, she, you know, if she uh, goes away, she can just ride on her dress. It's perfect. She has a big light in the middle of her, like, Iron Man. <laughs> ah, that is nice. Are the Marvel movies also popular? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything pop culture, anything like American, does very well here. So there's no anti-Americanism even in the militaristic government that you know is is 
super strong in Thailand? Um, we 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 like to pretend that we are very anti-American, but mainly because they have criticized. Um, you know, in Thailand, the main thing to understand is there is the royalist leaning side, and there's like the Thaksin leaning side, and the Americans have usually take the side of like uh, criticizing censorship and also um, the royalist side because the royalist side don't agree with the outcome of the election. You know, so the people that don't, don't um, support the royalists um, say like, oh, the USA have no right to criticize us, you know, but every day they use, you know, American products and American culture and watch Marvel movies, dress mm. as them by their I think that's one of the. Uh, I mean, it's pretty obvious, but the the cultural influence that the America the Americans exert on the rest of the world is is pretty staggering, um, I, I, and it does have an effect. You know, I think it does bring. I was thinking that Star Wars is one of those things that brings yeah. everyone together. You know, in the world, no matter where you're from, at some point, if there's one thing that that you want to discuss with someone that's not going to be politics or s some controversial topics well it could be controversial about star wars as well but it might <laughs> be a thing that you can discuss with someone and nowhere no matter where they're from um they're going to have a a you know a, a certain uh either you know love or probably if they're of our age uh, they grew up with these things so it's kind of pretty interesting that, that this is yeah. very American and very Western. Yeah. You know, like another perspective is like, you know, Thais like to say they would rather travel to, you know, Europe and France because it's places that have more culture. You know, they say like, oh, USA doesn't have any culture. But I mean, like, you're, you only say that because you're actually living in the age of American culture. <laughs> you know, it's guess, yeah. <laughs> you're living it right now. You know, I was like, I, you you wonder what like the Romans were thinking about when the, during their prosperity, because we're kind of like, <laughs> were they like, ah, oh, those those gods, they're so crappy. The Greeks had it right. Yeah. Those yeah. are the real ones. Those are the real cultural people. Yeah, yeah, that that's true. I'm wondering, Turkey, if the marketing uh, sort of made its way. I mean, they're not in the theaters, but I we know that uh, Disney has deals with, uh, you know, fast food chains and stuff like that. Did did the marketing make its way to to Saudi Arabia? Um, yeah, there's some marketing. It's uh, I've only seen very low key marketing, not really something to push. It's. Uh, when if it's not in theaters, there's not much to push, and uh, of course that's one. And plus, there's no holidays here, so no Christmas, no New Year's celebrations. So there's nothing they can push to say buy for the holidays. So uh, other than that, I've I've only read maybe a couple of articles of a couple of shops that got the rights to sell Star Wars stuff, and they are selling them and promoting them. And I'm sure whoever the fast food chain that has the Star Wars rights is giving toys to kids that are Star Wars. But uh, I haven't gone to uh, any of those fast food restaurants recently, so I wouldn't know for a fact. So we have a Star Wars marathon in Thailand. Uh, what, so a marathon you mean on TV? Has, uh, uh, um oh um i mean actually like an actual marathon oh a race <laughs> that's called yeah, yeah a race that's called a star wars marathon uh, and like do, i have, actually, have absolutely no idea what star wars have to do with it 
No, because you're not going to dress as like an Ewok and run around a marathon. <laughs> that that would be an possible. interesting marathon. <laughs> that would be fun. I thought I would like to watch. <laughs> True. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like yeah, Ewoks uh, uh, and uh, maybe a few guys as Harrison Ford and maybe uh, b- bikini princess <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, and let them run around. Stormtroopers should be fun. Actually, you're you're mentioning bikini princess Leia. Um, is I, I, we know that for some reason it's a big fantasy in pop culture in American pop culture. Uh, I'm wondering how those things play out in in you know Saudi Arabia and actually maybe even in Thailand. Although I'm I'm my impression is that Thailand is a lot less uh, shy about those kinds of things. But do people talk about you know this scene in the movie where there's that girl that was half naked because that's a place where you could see it or. I guess porn is everywhere, so it doesn't matter all that much anymore. But uh, I, uh, I think it's porn is everywhere. It doesn't matter that much anymore. Uh, however, for Princess Leia, she used yeah. to be my fantasy when I was younger. Oh, so when when we didn't have the internet, that was for me at least. I don't know about the rest of the people in so, this country. So you didn't talk about it with your friends. You were like, "Oh my God, have you seen that scene where she's like the slave of Jabba?" Uh, at those times, I hardly know anybody who knew anything about the U.S. culture. <laughs> oh, really? So how come you knew? Because I lived in the States for a while. Oh, but that was that was later, 80, wasn't it? Yeah, that, no, that was 83 and 84. 82 oh, and 83. Okay, I didn't realize. I thought it was just when you were a student. No, no, I lived there for a couple of years when my father was assigned there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, So when you came back and you had all of these weird experiences how was it discussing with your friends in in the country did you uh, not discuss it no i was a loner i was the outcast i just sit on the side and talk to myself oh uh, so you, you you that's where your fantasies from uh, being a sith lord started <laughs> you're like ah i don't care about all of you you know, i it's, see it's interesting it kind of makes me think that you know the star wars um it's as big as it is today, it hasn't always been this big, at least, you know, from a Thailand perspective. It's like, I know I, I, I'm a tech guy, so um, I have a lot of tech friends and the geeks, but um, when I talk about Star Wars with them, they don't go as back as far, you know, they kind of like associated with Star Wars in terms of, you know, they see photos and stuff from pop culture. So I kind of think they actually like know Star Wars from the internet rather than the actual film itself. You so know, you like from the that- original series. They, there weren't a lot of people going to see them in uh, in the theaters in the late seventies and early eighties. Yeah, not the originals. Mm. What, was like, there? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm to be. To, I'm not sure because, like, uh, you know, when I talk with my with my you know most of my friends, people around my age, around like thirty, they like know Star Wars, but like they would know think more about like the the prequels, you know. Yeah. About, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, that's a popular thing. You know, some people are like, uh, some people that are on the fence about seeing the new one, it's like, yeah, I didn't like the prequels that much. And I was like, that's the point that you should like this one because this one's supposed to not be like the prequels. Oh, so but, they yeah. refer more to the prequels. I guess it's your age group yeah. as well. But uh, yeah. the people who are a little bit older, are they, <clears throat> I mean, 
the 70s it much. was 30 years ago yeah. so maybe it wasn't even you know the, there weren't that many movie theaters in thailand i don't even know what thailand was 30 probably. years ago yeah so. probably but the I, point, think, the I think the situation point. here is the same. It's not that much yeah. different here. I think most people who know that original Star Wars only saw the last ones, the digital ones. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. They, okay. Everyone knows Darth Vader or 2D2, but mostly from like photos on the internet, probably more than the actual films. Okay. So it's that weird thing with the robot and the, the thing that people don't really understand. Exactly. Yeah, I doubt the, anybody in Saudi. I doubt any much of people in Saudi have even seen the original Star Wars before all the editing and and special mm. effects that were added later in the later years. Ah, pfft, pfft. again, yeah, I'm, I'm spitting on the ground. Um, <laughs> so, so what this saddens me? What? Sorry, because no, it just saddens me. It's like I hear a marketing person, they're like, "Oh, let's get in that dark Vader and the white people." And the people in the white costumes, like you don't even know the proper <laughs> names. You don't know stormtroopers, and it's Darth Darth Vader, and not Darth. I, I, anyway, I personally, I per- personally, out of the Star Wars universe, I prefer uh, spaceballs. Uh, that, that, yeah, that is, that. yeah, a different, a different topic. Um, but so, I guess I would have a, a, a couple of questions. The first one would be: Are there any, uh, you know? pop culture legacies that are there for you in the way that uh, Star Wars is there for, for the West? Is there something else? Is there some, you know, I don't know, epic literary work that everyone refers to in the same way? I'm thinking about the younger people uh, or people who were young in the 70s. What was their exciting, childlike wonderment moment, if, if there was any? Uh, you maybe? would find this interesting, Patrick. In my generation here in Saudi, anime. Really? Oh, yeah. really? But but anime became popular in the 90s. That's a lot. No, here, no, here it was in the 70s. We got them all from Japan, and they were all dubbed in Arabic, and they were very popular. One of the most popular shows, for example, in English is called uh, Conan Boy Future. Mm-hmm. It's called here Adnan and Lina, and that's one of the most popular. You have uh, Simba the White Lion that was extremely right. popular here in Saudi. Uh, I remember I was a huge fan of that show. I had all the videotapes of all the series when I was a kid. So for us, when we talk about when we were young here in Saudi, most of us would talk about all of these animes we used to watch. Actually, when you're saying this, obviously, for us, I was thinking about the resurgence of anime in the 90s in France, but yeah. the, the original one, and the reason I think why a lot of people my age got interested in anime in the 90s was that growing up in the 80s, we had all of these shows that were, and even in the 70s, we had all of these shows that were older, uh, but things like uh, Grandizer, which is called Goldorak. Here yeah, in France, well, and, Grandizer was a huge, huge show yeah. in Saudi. Yeah, they can I think that's probably the the one that is the most revered. It's Grandizer. Everyone knows it with the names of the attacks and the... Oh, oh we have the names. If I ask anybody from my generation, they'll tell you the names of the attacks. They will sing you the theme song in Arabic and everything. Can you tell us a couple of uh, attacks in, in Arabic? Ah, uh, I don't remember. Uh, let me see. Sahna uh, Dawar. That's... So- uh, That's something I've, I, it's, it's when he sends these circle discs fly from his 
Chip. Oh, clavicogir in French. Yeah. I yeah. think it's might like be the, war, which is in the, the... the retro laser, the one from his chest. It's <laughs> retro laser. How uh, do you uh, remember that one? Uh, no, I don't remember. Ah, oh, damn it. Okay. No. Oh, that, no, so 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 Doc Doc Fleet and uh, Grandizer and all of that. So we remember all of those. It's uh, it's it's amazing that. You know the reason we had all of this anime in in, in our world, and for and for information, I was that ask time you that. we never we never knew it was Japanese. Oh really? And nobody knew that it was Japanese. Everybody assumed it was made locally. Oh really? Uh, yes, that's interesting. At that time, and the reason it's popular because, and this is the hilarious part, considering how anime right now is in Japan, because anime in that time was very conservative. Mm. And it was closer to our culture. Right. So oh. you could import it without concerns I, about... Right, yeah, right. But with very limited censorship. Most of the censorship are word censorships. We just translate something into a different meaning. Mm. Interesting. Did you yeah, have those as well, Letad? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say since Leia that, um, that we weren't as, you know... Leia wasn't as big mainly because you know, we were more about Japanese culture. And manga was big as well. You know, Grandizer, same thing. But um, I think that's interesting because I think I think Japanese manga was born out of like an answer to Western comics, right? Um, I guess so it's kind of like I a mean, culture thing. Yeah, I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure. I mean, Japanese uh, manga they've always had a tradition. I mean, since the war, I'm not a great manga uh, historian, okay. yeah, so yeah. I couldn't say. But certainly, it dates back to just after the war. It might be. A reaction to uh, to to American comics, but they were yeah I, I couldn't say. In a way, the way the way we uh, learned about it was that um, you know the uh, uh, how can I forget his name the creator of Adam Boy. Oh, Tetsuka. Yeah, 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 Tetsuka. He he was supposed to be kind of like the father of modern manga, and he was just like a fanboy of American. But um, that's how we learned about it. But um, yeah, I mean, same thing. Manga, robots, Gundam. Um, my my generation would be um, Dragon Ball. Oh, Dragon but, um, Ball, of course. Yeah. Are you kidding yeah, me? Dragon Ball. That, that's a lingering cultural thing. Um, but, you know, actually, like my brother, eight years older, he said his generation, Tintin was pretty big. Oh, well, Tintin was big in... in... How old is your brother? Uh, around 40. Oh, he's my age. Uh, I, I, I was already past Tintin. It was kind of for okay. older people for, for me. But uh, yeah. it's it's really fun that we're sort of, you know, what I was talking about, about, you know, uh, finding a common interest and a common point in Star Wars, we're actually finding <laughs> in Grandizer and like, oh, my God, the, the yeah. names of the attacks. Can you can you uh, find the name of an attack in, in Thai uh, for Grandizer? I actually did not watch that one. Oh my god! <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I but it, the it was there. It was there. Right? It was. It was there. It's. It's still around. <laughs> did you? Did you watch uh, Dragon Ball Turkey? Uh no. <clears throat> oh, not that no, one. Okay. Um, no, that wasn't here at the time. What we had is Grandizer. Uh, we had Conan Boy Future. We had uh, Simba the White Lion. Uh, we had. Uh, a, a, I forgot what's the name in English. It's uh, Amira Yaqut, Princess something, and uh, Sandy Bell. 
and mm. uh, I don't know all of them. Uh, I yeah, mean, certainly. Yeah, we had one something called I don't know if you know this one. I think that the English translation of the Arabic name is Iron Man. Iron Man. It was yeah. It was part car, uh, anime and part uh, action action where this mm. guy gets into a suit like a superhero and he fights dinosaurs. <laughs> I, I don't know the show, but it sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, it's these people who they have this power, they unite together and they turn into this gigantic superhuman who fights dinosaurs and so on. And yeah, I, I still remember a lot of that stuff. <laughs> okay. All right. So to, to bring the show to a close fairly soon, um, what are the things that are, you would say, the most popular in pop culture, be it American or, or non, or, or not? I'm, I'm guessing it might be, but what are the, the pop culture uh, icons now in Saudi Arabia and in Thailand? Maybe, maybe Turkey, you can start. Um, it really depends on who you talk to, to. I know I keep on saying this, but it's, it's so much diverse in this country. I really can't put my hand on one thing. I know for a fact that for a lot of uh, young girls, 15, in the, between in their early teens, it's a uh, Korean drama. It's very popular. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I believe it or not. Uh, for older women, uh, Turkish drama is very popular, popular right now. <laughs> Huge deal. Um, for guys, um, in general, I think they're more into Hollywood movies. So, But I don't think there's anything specific that comes to mind that I've, I've heard people rave about. So it's not like the Star the the. <clears throat> The um, uh, Marvel movies are super popular, specifically, or anything like that. Like it's not when when that movie comes out, you know that all your friends are going to be rushing to the theater, and there's not one thing that you could point to movie, that you movies. No, there are a few TV shows, TV shows that are very popular, are either were popular when they are out or popular right now. Uh, for example, Friends was very popular. Mm. Uh, right now, Game you, of you Thrones. Said, you said you said France, right? The country, yeah. not not the TV show Friends. Friends, Friends. Ah, oh, damn it. Okay. TV show. Yes, yes. Uh, Game of Thrones is very popular. Uh, people follow it like crazy. It's uh, even people get pissed when people uh, tell the spoilers about of it. Of course. But so, you know, it's uh, sorry to interrupt, but it feels very difficult for me to reconcile the image I have of Saudi Arabia that is the, the you know, the cultural war that is incredibly present in our in our thoughts and in our understanding of this region of the world. And a lot of those things you're talking about are seem would seem to 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 convey our Western culture. How can that not be a problem for uh, the 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 you know the administration, the religious police, the all of this? It is a problem for some people, and it is a and there is a cultural war going on in Saudi between some of these people and people who love Hollywood, love anime, and so on, stuff like that. It's just in general, overall, at the end of the day. Mm. People, as long as they do it at their own private homes, they just enjoy whatever they like. Mm. It's something so it's to not, enjoy. But I guess it's not the, the, the cultural divide between the West and the, the Middle East is not so immense that these kinds of uh, pieces of entertainment would be 
bizarre or outright, no, you know, it's, rejected it's not by entertainment. Everyone. The biggest problem is social structure. It's not basically entertainment. I think entertainment is popular everywhere and different people have different tastes, but they're generally enjoy entertainment. It's social status, social structure. That's where the biggest difference is. Uh, and you might find... Believe it or not, you could find someone who is extremely conservative and believes in a very conservative social structure, and yet he watches Hollywood movies. How does that work? This is entertainment, and this is my actual life. Mm. Okay. So, Leta, does that speak to, yeah. uh, to, to Thailand at all? Um, in, the, in the same aspect as that, you know, we could watch Hollywood movies that so we would not expect to do the same things they do in the movies, you know, like... I'm not talking about like extreme action stuff, but kind of like the way you kiss in public and things like that. Mm. You know, it's just because, yeah, yeah, we, we watch it, we enjoy it, but uh, we, we would not accept like it on the streets. So, so I, I guess think it's, it's kind of like, uh, go ahead. It's because, it's because the people on the screen don't look like us. I think that's, a, I think that's an important aspect. So huh. it helps in that. Yeah. It helps in that, you know, divide it. It's a different culture. It's different people. It's okay for them to do it, but doesn't mean it's okay for us. So I guess is that also the case for for so, Saudi Arabia, Turkey? I think that might be one reason. Yeah, it's mm. possible. I can see it that way. And by the way, mm. one other thing that was very popular for old people, old men, wrestling. Yeah. Really? Oh. WWE. Was hugely popular. <laughs> WWF at the time. It was called WWF. It was huge. I remember when I was like in the late 80s, maybe early 90s, there was a place that has these VHS of wrestling matches and people go and fight over it. Just take it, especially old men in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. They just I, put in the VHS and they just sit and they actually argue with each other who's the better wrestler and <laughs> who they like and who they don't. I think out of all the unlikely things I would have expected you to say, this is probably at the top. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it, it oh, was huge. The, the sound quality just dropped for a second there. but Letad, uh, right. <laughs> Le, Le, I think you, were, you still wanted to say something else. I don't remember. Okay, never mind. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I think I think he was shocked. Oh, yeah. the, the wrestling. <laughs> the wrestling became suddenly popular here too, but I mean, not in a different in the younger generation actually, because we suddenly got mm -hmm. like uh, uh, a, a crazy Thai announcer that was translating it. Oh, so but, uh, yeah, I remember what was, yeah, I remember what I was going to say. Um, you know, Latar, that's <laughs> actually how it became popular here. Really? I just yeah. Remember. Yeah. There People was love Saudi, the announcer, right? Yeah, Saudi announcer made it very popular. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah you, you remembered what you were going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, going back to, like, the different culture in film thing, um, I think something that would be censored in a Thai movie would be allowed to stay in a foreign movie. Show in the same theater. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, so kind of it, it further, yeah, it further uh, yeah. demonstrates the the difference between when it's not people who look like us, it's it's more foreign and it, like literally. Yeah. And so it's you know it, I think I've never really looked at it like, like that, but obviously there are things that we see in the movies that are a, a, a weird different thing that uh, we can probably relate to uh those movies a little bit more because it's uh, 
closer culture and closer just physical appearance. But obviously there are things, you know, it's movies and you see the things and you're like, yeah, you know, they go around shooting people. It doesn't mean we're going to do it or that it's unacceptable for, for to, to watch it on the screen. So I guess that does make sense for us as well. It's just, I, I'm not, I, I wasn't putting two and two together that those are movies. It's not real life, which, you know, I argue very often with people, but uh. <laughs> yeah. all right. Um, yeah. Do, do you want to... Uh, conclude no, no. The, the discussion um i mean just answering your initial question what popular icons is it's it's kind of the same thing for saudi arabia actually um for girls you know korean drama is pretty popular we're just moving past the age of uh, korean girl groups and boy bands and um for boys it would be marvel superheroes yes marvel superheroes <laughs> you know it's it's one of those things that uh incredible that we're seeing it take over the world like quite literally when it was the 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 nerdy thing to like when we were younger and we we didn't we don't have in france the cliques and the bullying and the jocks and the nerds and the geeks quite as much in high school but certainly it was it, it it's not like that in france but it was still the thing that the younger people people liked i think, the, I think that thing is uniquely american Yeah, I've never yeah. heard it in any other country except in the states. I agree. I think it would be interesting to to do a uh, a show with someone who has knowledge of a little bit more of all of this and to discuss it how it relates. Is it just an American thing? Because for me, I've, of course, you have groups of kids, but or maybe it's just exaggerated in in the movies and in the pop culture, you know, representation, maybe it's exaggerated and it's like that nowhere. Um I'm sure that would be an interesting discussion to 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 be had at some point, but uh at a later show there are so many things we want to talk about. Um before we get out of here and we let everyone have a, a wonderful holiday except for Turkey because apparently he hates joy. Um <laughs> um I know you don't have the holidays in Saudi Arabia. I understand. Humbug. Um, <laughs> um, I just wanted to mention that um, the the uh, reward structure for the Patreon uh, for the Fides Club has been overhauled. And there are uh, many different things that you can get now. I think it's a lot more substantial than just the, the silly little titles. And uh, I, it was past time that I, I changed all of this. And although the titles are still there for those who, who like those. Um, but one of the things is the Slack. I opened the Slack and the three, the, the $3 level reward um, is access to the Slack chat for the, the French Spain group in which we do have a, um, a, a Phileas Club channel, obviously. So if you're allergic to French, uh, don't, you know, be aware that in the general channel, there are probably going to be a lot of people speaking French. So I'm guessing uh, Turkey is going to put his hazmat suit on before he ventures in there. Um, But if you want to join us in the Phileas Club channel, uh, maybe uh, to to start discussing that uh, uh, question of whether or not the, the the cliques are correctly portrayed in in the American culture, there are a few people in there at the three level uh, three dollar or up uh, reward level. You can we can discuss it in the uh, you know on social media and on um, on uh, the comments of the show at at FrenchSpin.com as well, of course. But 
but uh, it is a, a very appropriate way uh, to discuss it, I think, in the Slack channel. And I think it's a nice reward for people who are invested in the show enough that they are uh, okay with uh, supporting it financially. So I think it works. If, if it doesn't, we'll, we'll move it around and we'll change it. But uh, yeah, that I just wanted to mention it. And if you want to join the, the Phineas Club's Patreon, it's at patreon.com slash the Phineas Club, of course. Um, and, and I thank immensely all of the people that have made this possible and that are continuing to support the show, that have supported it throughout 2015 and who are continuing to support it uh, in the future. Thank you so much. Uh, you you. You know, we keep thanking everyone who supports these uh, projects on Patreon, on, on all the shows we do, but it's really heartfelt every time. And it's uh, truly staggering to me that you would spend your hard-earned cash on something that I do and on a silly little project uh, like this one, which I think is very important. But, you know, I'm, I'm always amazed that people agree uh, that it is uh, worth their, their time and money. So thank you so much for, for being a part of this. Um, I, have, I have a couple of questions for you first. Yes, please go ahead. Okay. Number one, when are we going to have a level where we actually earn a scarf and cheese? <laughs> <laughs> that is, you know, I, I have been thinking about doing something with the scarf, but the problem is the physical rewards are handled differently. Obviously, it's a lot more work, and uh, I'm not sure it's it's you know it's worth it like this. But um, it's also handled differently administratively and for the taxes. So I don't think I'm ever going to do physical rewards. So sorry, that that's the answer to the first one. Okay, now I have three questions. Question number two: Why don't you just take your residency in Estonia and make your company there instead? <laughs> um, well, some people might have heard that I'm actually moving to Finland uh, early next year. So uh, in case, I guess I didn't mention it on the show. Yes, I'm moving to Finland. My wife wants to um, to uh, spend some time there. As you know, she's Finnish. And I love the country, so I'm happy to be there. It is just a... a, a stone throw away from Estonia. So that would have been a possibility. But I'm very proud to have my company in France and to be paying taxes in France. So I'm I'm staying with the proud uh, patriotic choice, I guess. Uh -huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Final question. Um, Manel asked me this and I told her, the hell I know. What the, what does the Phillies club mean? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know? It's been... It's been she, five, she, six years. She looked at me and she said, what? You're recording a show and you have no idea what it is. I'm looking at you like this, Turkey. <laughs> and your your audio is breaking down a little bit, by the way. But we did hear the question. Leta, do you know what it stands for? You know, I'm a Patreon supporter and I myself have had that question. Oh, my God. <laughs> my God. Okay. Well, it's good you asked the question there. I'm, I'm guessing a lot of people don't know. I think I mentioned it on the show here and there, but maybe I don't. Um, the, the Phileas Club comes from Phileas Fogg from Around the World in 80 Day. He's the main character in that in that uh, novel. Um, uh, right. yeah, and and yes. Yeah, so obviously, you know, around the world, it's a show about people from around the world. Phileas. I've, 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 been, I've been trying to convince my wife to watch that movie. But well, it's, three hours, it's three hours long and she keeps on saying no. <laughs> I'm not sure the movie is great, but uh, the book definitely is good. Uh, come on, the classic? It's like, yes. I love the well, classic movie. You know, maybe now that she understands what this show uh, has, gets its name from, maybe you can convince her to watch the movie. <laughs> we'll try. Um, 
All right. Uh, th- I, actually, that was a great question. I'm, I'm that glad that I clarified this on the show. <laughs> um, Turkey, can you let us know where people can find more of your entertaining uh, evilness? Well, if you're lucky, you'll find me posting on Twitter and my ID is at Turkey Albella, T-U-R-K-I-A-L-B-A-L-L-A. Excellent. Uh, Letad, what about you? Yeah, if you're even more lucky, you'll find me posting on Twitter. And the links will be in the show notes. Um, and yes, uh, for me, it's also uh, on Twitter, not Patrick. You can find my account there. It's I'm also on Facebook, uh, not Patrick as well. And uh, you will also find the show at Frenchspin.com. You'll also have a show about video games there called... Uh, What's it called again? Uh, Pixels. Right. Pixels. Pixels. Thank you. Um, and I think you I know, finally. You, know, you, you need to change the name. Why? That that It's... movie ruined it. Oh right, right, right. <laughs> no, I think the show is is stronger than the movie. Uh, so I'm gonna keep the good name Pixels unsullied from from the show. And actually, I have to put uh, links to the other shows I do on the site. I just put uh, the links to the French shows, but I realize I don't have links to the shows I co-host. Um, so I'm gonna go and uh, put that up very soon, so people can get links to shows like The Instance, Daily Technician. Shows? Well, I do. I co-host a Daily Tech News show, The Instance, Overwatchers, things like that. So I'm not the one producing them, but people might be interested in them as well. So, do you have yeah. a life? I am less and less <laughs> now that I have a company to run. It's it's pretty terrible, I have to say. I didn't expect it to be that uh, time-consuming. Uh, but, you know, it's the beginning. Obviously, I'm setting things up. And uh, if you want to hear more about all of this, and if you're a uh, uh, level $3 or up Patreon, please come join us on the Slack and discuss things in the Fetus Club channel. And as I was saying, I'm super interested in, in hearing more about the clicks in American culture. So if you know a little bit about that, please come and let us know. And that's going to be it for us. Uh, we'll be back. I don't know if we're going to do a special episode next month. I'm going to try, but I'm going to be basically uh, in the middle of all of the moving things. And But we'll see. I really want to do one. I discussed this on a video on the uh, Patreon's uh, uh, page. And... Um, I have some ideas, so we'll see if it works out. But no matter what happens, we'll have a regular episode, of course, uh, next month. So please look forward to that. That's it for us. Have a lovely holiday if you're celebrating any. And if you're not celebrating any, well, I love you anyway. Talk to you soon. Bye. Humbug. <laughs> Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 